Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to a special delicious podcast with me, Jilly Smith, sponsored by Hope and Glory Tea. This week, we're following six teams of catering students through the finals of Zest Quest Asia, a competition founded by husband and wife team Cyrus and Pervin Toddywalla of Cafe Spice Namaste and Mr. Toddywalla's Kitchen to encourage the next generation of chefs to bring excellence to Asian cuisine. Cyrus explained why ZestQuest Asia fills such a crucial gap in culinary training for catering students. It's never regarded on equal with all the top cuisines of the world. It's just simply that they all consider British, French, Italian, but they don't think at this massive continent that is such a wide influence on Britain. And some of the most successful restaurants in, in London and all over the country are indeed Asian. True, but we still don't concentrate on that in a gastronomic sense, not in the sense of equally equality amongst the cuisines. And the students are not getting a fair chance to think that there is a career open for them because Asian restaurants are now coming up. We have Michelin stars, we have big quality, we have no successes. And I just wanted to open their eyes. So here they are already motivated to become chefs. The idea now is to take them to a next level and open their vision and open their minds to say that, wow, I can do all of that. But the competition has to be something that delivers excitement, delivers fun. So from the first year when I begged four colleges to take part, to now when we had 55 colleges wanting to get in, 22 were shortlisted and then six came to the final. So it's grown. The whole idea is, I hope, that I can motivate these kids to some degree to have a look and see what the Asian restaurant scene can offer them as a career. As the teams of three from Farnborough, Colchester, New City, North Hertfordshire, Westminster Kingsway and the University of West London set about their two-hour cook-off, Chairman of the Judges, Chef Andrew Bennett, reminded them what the judges would be looking for. We have flavour, we have authenticity, we have waste management, working methods, Mm. presentation, workmanship, hygiene and timing. There are nine other awards this evening. So whether you win, lose or draw today, there are other things that you need to consider. We've got best team spirit, wastage, menu planning, local sourcing, display of sustainability. Uh, We have best use of rice and best use of living ingredients and best wine pairing. So there's a lot there for you to win. So just be mindful of that. As the countdown began for the afternoon session, I met some of the students from the final three colleges. Ella is from New City College in Hackney. What are you making? I'm making a duck laksa. So it's like a duck spicy soup with loads of coriander running through it and it's a coconut-based soup. Yum. So it's, yeah, it's really good. And when the judges are calling for authenticity, what does that mean to you? 
it means you know using the ingredients and using the methods that they use back in Malaysia um, I have a lot of family members from Malaysia and Thailand so I've had a lot of influence from them as well been on the phone yes, working out what to, what to do and what's, yeah. what, what are the tips that you get from the, from the people back home um, just use authentic ingredients like I'm using lemongrass which yeah. is used in Malaysian cooking lime leaves um, and also loads of really hot chilies. Yeah. Well, good luck. Thank you. See you later. Cyrus explained why authenticity is much more than just using Asian ingredients. The whole idea is to make them think about the authenticity, the classical elements, where it came from, why it came, and how it evolved and all of that. You see, that's most important. It's easy to put a menu together. We had to disqualify a few colleges who applied. For simple reason, they thought that adding cumin and chilli makes it an Asian dish. But then adding cumin and chilli, a chef does in a French kitchen today to zest his food up. But we want them to, uh, we want them to research the country of origin, whether they want to plan the menu, how the dish was done there, what can we do in Britain, maybe to change it slightly, to look at British ingredients, to look at what's accessible locally, and still be authentic, but presented in a modern way. Ruby, Harry and Ryan from Colchester Institute have chosen to go to the Philippines for their menu. Ruby was on dessert. I'm making leche flan, which is a like a creme caramel from the Philippines. Okay. Um, it's kind of like that's their nation's favourite dessert. Right. It's quite a lot of Filipino cooking. It's Hispanic inspired. It's got quite Catholic roots. So. Okay. All right, listen. I can see you're just about to start. Good luck with it. I'll, I'll catch you later. Hello, what's your name? Hi, I'm Harry Wilson. Hello, Harry. Which one are you from? You're from Culture, Culture Institute as well. Yeah, what are you making? I'm doing a starter souffle. It's a crab souffle with tempura, king prawn and scallops and a little uh, seafood salad. Sauce. Sounds delicious. What did you have to do to get to the final? Um, a lot of research, a lot of practice, <laughs> a lot of reading. You have to make up a bio of yourself. You have to research the dishes that you're doing in the country and then you have to send it away for the... Uh, judges um cyrus to uh get you into the final how are you feeling stressed but i'm loving it good luck what's your name my name's ryan ryan and you're where where are you from uh Institute. okay cool and what are you making um i'm making pork commando uh pork belly wrapped with a sisig inside um sisig spring roll and uh, grilled vegetables with a, a pork and pineapple jus looking a little stressed if i may say so uh, how are you feeling yeah i'm feeling good yeah. um just to get it done, really. Yeah. All right. I won't take any time. Thank, Thank you. you. I found Jane from New City College contemplating a fish head. I asked her what she was planning. Well, it's going to be a fish head curry. So it's um, um, cooked in coconut milk and spicy tangy. It's got tamarind in it and pineapple. And so it's quite a sour, sweet sort of dish um, with fish head that's cooked in it. And I wrap the fish heads in pandan, uh, which infuses into the, um, into the sauce. And then that gets served with nasi lemak, which is a coconut-infused rice, and um, roti chanai, which is this bread, which is really delicious. <laughs> Ever been to Malaysia? Uh, I haven't been to Malaysia. I've been to Singapore. My brother lives in Singapore. Okay. So um, there's much dispute about who owns which dish. It was quite interesting when we were looking it up um, that both Malaysia and Singapore claim, lay claim to this. You're obviously a mature student. Did, what did you do before you came to cooking? I've been mumming for the past... 17 years my boys are growing up and heading towards university and um, getting towards university and so I'm thinking about what else do I want to do and every time I think about anything it always comes back to food I think food's really important like feeding people I think it's 
you know, people don't always cook from scratch. Um, and I just think that food and sociability and all of that is, is really key. And so I started a small business last year. And so I do a weekly cook from scratch. It's a bit like Deliveroo, but homemade and delicious. And I deliver it locally. Um, no, whatever. So, you know, kind of modern British, I suppose, mostly. And I wanted to then kind of actually get some professional qualifications to kind of, because I think there's a difference between being a cook at home and being a chef. And it's kind of difficult to put your finger on, but I think yeah. I'm definitely learning it. Um, good luck with it. I'll let you get on. Thank I'll you. I'll catch up with you later. Absolutely. Thanks, Jamie. An hour in, and Harry, Ruby and Ryan from Colchester have burnt the sisig, a Filipino dish made from parts of pig head and chicken liver, which the team were using to stuff the pork. What happened? Our sisig um, caught in the bottom of the pressure cooker, um, but we managed to get through the stages of showing how to cook it, so we had some leftover from the beginning. So. Not stressed? Not stressed. An hour left? Yep, looking good, looking on time. For Cyrus, it's all part of the game. It's a disaster. I mean, it's a competition. People get nervous. The other thing is that the burners are very fierce, so they have to understand how to control the heat of those burners. And uh, they miscalculated, so the cooker was completely burnt out. I drew their attention to it because they were still engrossed in what work they were doing. But they took it off, and <clears throat> that has to be binned. What they did was, because they prepared the stuffing here in the morning, they had some extra stuffing left over. So very cleverly now, they're going to put it into a pancake, roll it and fry it. So they have saved the day and hopefully they will be able to present it in a different format, but we will still accept it. As Westminster Kingsway brought their first dish to the judging table, Pervin explained the dish. It's toasted steam tilda jasmine rice with Shaoxing mussels, soy cured egg yolk, mussel chicken tea. Saras? Very tasty. When I, when I put the cured egg yolk, mix it into the stock, it really gives the dish a little bit more volume and it gives it a little bit more body. So, quite tasty. Well done. Five minutes left. They'd also had a bit of a setback. Nicole and Dervish explained. Very stressful, very like emotional. We made the Italian meringue by hand instead of using a machine. Um, it's not as thick as we'd like it, so we've incorporated some more sugar, kit whisking, and now it's how we want it. Ladies and gentlemen, last five minutes, chefs. Come on, push it It was time for Jane to bring her fish head to the judges' table, representing New City College's Malay menu. Pervin asked her to explain her dish. So it's a, a fish head curry. So the um, spices are cooked in a coconut cream and tamarind um, sauce. Um, I wrap the fish in pandan leaves, partly to help portic carrying it about because it's easier when it's wrapped up, uh, but also to infuse it with the flavour of the pandan because the pandan's kind of running through the dishes that we've got. Um, the rice is nasi lemak, which is um, uh, cooked in coconut milk, infused with pandan cardamom, star anise and ginger uh, and that's served with a sambal which is the spicy chilli which we've also used in um, the starter um, and it's uh, traditionally served in, wrapped in banana leaves like this and quite often in banana leaves and newspaper but we wanted to be able to steam it um, at the end to make sure it was absolutely hot when it reached you um, so we left the newspaper out. Um, the um, bread is fabulous, well I think it's fabulous it's, um, Did you make it from scratch? Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, absolutely. Um, I mean ideally, ideally it would have been made yesterday and rested overnight but we didn't have the time for that obviously so um, it's a little bit um, more difficult to manage uh, but you roll it out really really fine you layer it with ghee and you fold it and squish it together and roll it up and flatten it out and then cook it it's terrific I think and if you if you put them all together I think the um, the flavors of everything work well together but it's not just the cooking that's being judged 
Had Jane forgotten to pair the wine? Oh, the wine. Yes, it was the white. Because, well, to be honest, um, it was difficult choosing a pairing for the wine. Um, we decided on the white wine because it was quite a full-bodied wine. I'd rather have served it with a sweeter wine, maybe a, a Gewürztraminer or a, um, something like that. Um, but it's quite full-bodied. Um, it's quite buttery and quite rich, so I think it will stand up to the flavours in the curry. Chef Steve Monkney and Irvin were tucking into the fish head curry. The flavour of the um, the actual sauce at the bottom is, is nicely balanced. It's got a bit of acidity, it's got a bit of pepperiness at the back of the, the, the throat. The, the fish is cooked beautifully, but the, for me, it's an extremely difficult dish to eat. Um, with the way they've done it, you're going to be picking bones out all the time. Um, so that would be my only comment. Flavours and tastes are just lovely. Fantastic. Uh, I love fish head. So I would literally eat it with my hands and thoroughly enjoy it. Uh, I haven't tasted it yet, which I'm going to start. I love the combination of the roti, especially. It looks really good. This is how we would eat it. And with you're our just eating with your hands, which kind of gets over the issue of the bones. You'd feel the bones, wouldn't you? Absolutely. In terms of authenticity, which is one of the things we're looking for. I think it's very good. Jane was watching on as they made their notes. I asked her how it had gone. Oh, this I don't know. I hope, I hope they like it. I think it's a terrific dish. I really do. I think fish head curry is a bit out there, um, but I think it's I think it's really delicious. I think it all works really well together. I think all three dishes are fabulous. Would you ever have cooked a fish head curry if you hadn't no, been doing never, something like this? No, It's been so funny. It's so funny. People have been really, um, and you know, it's very elegant. Um, but it's, I think it's fabulous. I think it's really, really good. And I think using the cod rather than the snapper is better. Um, and snapper is what you would traditionally use, um, and they're much bigger, I think, in Malaysia. Uh, and there's much more meat on them, and people are much more up for picking it up and slurping um, but here I think the cod's much better it's a sweeter fish a sweeter flesh it's kind of easier to separate the fish um, the flesh from the bones mm. and um, yes I think it works really well um, you've got the cod cheeks it's great who knows it was Ruby's turn uh, it's a lech tart so it's um, similar to a creme caramel um, in texture wise um, and then there's a salad, root, um, rampatan and mango and passion fruit. And then there's puffed rice underneath the washed egg cream. That should be sorbet, but the sorbet is in here and it's technically more authentic <laughs> because they do have this thing called um, ice milk, which they pour over all their desserts. And um, the macarons, ube flavoured, which is a purple yam and filled with passion fruit curd. Ruby, how was that? Oh, fine, thanks. Yeah? Yeah. But it wasn't for Ruby, and as she ran back to the kitchen in tears, fellow team member Harry had her back. It went out good. We all did as good as we can. It's just everyone buzzing around you, such a small space. And unfamiliar equipment as well. But I think we did really well. The flavours are there. If you try the dish, it tastes incredible. I know it does. She's not only proud. She helped me out massively with my starter, so I'm proud of her. She's a bit upset. She was in a real fluster because of her bread. She worked really hard. She was really passionate about what she was doing. You know, she really wanted to get the, the bread done and proved and apart in the end. But that didn't happen. But you know, this dessert is very attractive to look at. It's very smooth and some interesting textures. It's a lot of pressure. It's a competition and things happen. They get upset. What she did was, she did this first, which was good. She made the leche tart early, and got it out of the way. Then she was a bit frazzled. 
But when we saw the entry itself, we knew she's taken on a massive challenge. And actually speaking, she's done a good job. Judging done, it was almost time for the prizes. Cyrus told me what the winners could expect. It's always a big prize. It takes uh, almost, I would say, more than six months to plan it, put it all together. And last year's winners went to Hanoi. And we used our relationship to the Hilton Group to access the Hilton in Hanoi. Beautiful hotel. It's called the Hilton Opera. And uh, they had the time of their lives because the hotel gives them an induction into the local cuisine, what it represents. And the hotel arranges market visits for them, trips for them, so that they can actually see how the people there shop, how they buy, and how they cook. And then they get a lesson in cookery, so they get demonstrations. Plus, they get to try the food in two or three different venues because food's different. And, of course, food uh, served in a local restaurant. So, so they're in the market, exactly in a pot. Noodles go inside, a broth goes in, and something goes in to add flavour. And most of all, most importantly, probably for these people who've grown up here, you know, they're just normal kids, it blows their minds. It absolutely blows their mind beyond a doubt. Finally, it was time to ditch the chef whites and dress up for the gala dinner and the prizes. I caught up with a team from the University of West London, Marianne, Bumika and Mika. How has it been, Marianne? Um, incredible, basically. We were really nervous because it's a competition, but we are more relaxed now and we're looking forward to the gala dinner and it's amazing. Can't even explain how happy we are, really. Mika, has it been good for you? Yeah, it was very enjoyable, although uh, although yesterday we were a bit nervous, uh, stressed and everything, it's but nice yeah, but now we're so relaxed. <laughs> you chose to do South Indian food, yeah? It's different, for, obviously, for all of us, because we, even though we come from Asian families, because we grew up in England, it's totally different, because we never grew up, even though people think doesn't really know what Asia is most of the people to be honest and there's a lot of different cultures so we came up with India but we never done Indian food really in that way especially we did go and uh, main course and then Bumika uh, did the main course and uh, chef uh, Mika did the uh, bibinka which is the dessert and I did the South Indian madras which is what? Um, it's normally traditionally served in South India parts and also in uh, Sri Lanka as well. Now you are Sri Lankan? Uh, my mom is Sri Lankan, okay. yes. Alright, so you um, know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's obviously we wanted to give a British twist to it, so we use the Jerusalem artichoke, but we want to also be sustainable because it's all about wastage these days. So we keep the skin of the artichoke and plus the green side of the leek so that it will keep sustainable and also low cut. It's a little puffy kind of fritter thing. And um, everybody loves it. And it's complement with the chutneys because it's Urdu dal. And also these days the vegan is a big hit trend really in UK. So Urdu wada is basically um, perfect for vegans because it's a plant-based food. So any culture, anybody from any culture, any religion and vegan, flexitarian, anybody can have that Fantastic. one. Girls, have a great night. Does it matter that if you win or not? No, not really. really. No, no, it was a valuable experience, very enjoyable, yeah. and so many memories. Thank as you well. met so, so many amazing so many, people, yeah. so many contacts. Go Thank enjoy. You. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. Okay, good luck. And little did they know that they would win 2019's Zest Quest Asia and a fabulous trip to Manila. Chef Murray Chapman told me that they're all winners anyway. The students did exceptionally well. You know, for them to walk into a very strange kitchen, settle down very quickly because they've only got like 40 minutes to get set and off they go and then they have people like Cyrus walk in the room, Andrew Bennett, Previn and they just deal with it and they're cooking strange food, a strange kitchen. They're, they're, all all, winners, they're, they're all winners for getting here 
and that's very important because the amount of entries they've had this year has been stunning. The thing is, there's two things employers look for, is aptitude and attitude. Sometimes the learning curve is different for other people, depending on where their backgrounds are, but the attitude and the aptitude and the learning curve they've done to learn the food and teach themselves the food about the different cultures as well and their presentations afterwards has been exceptional because they haven't just cooked food, they've delved into the history of the food and the culture and understood the history of where the food has come from to be able to present it on plates and explain their dishes and have the passion that's there for this evening. Fantastic. Have a great night. The best day was the best job. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for listening to The Delicious Podcast, this week sponsored by Hope and Glory Tea. And we'll be learning more about Hope and Glory's work towards sustainability in the tea industry in a delicious podcast coming very soon. And I'll be back next week with the March episode of the monthly magazine-style podcast. I'll see you then. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.